Winter is my least favorite season. There, I said it. It's cold, it's dark. It is just not very pleasant to me. It is my least favorite season, but are there ways that we can still abide in Christ during winter time? Obviously the answer is yes, but we're gonna get into this a little bit deeper today. So put in your AirPods, plug your phone into your car, keep doing whatever it is you're doing. Let's get started. Welcome to Her Pursuit, the podcast empowering moms to live with more peace, purpose, and fulfillment starting right now. Join me each week for honest conversations on motherhood, mental health, and growing in our faith. Together, we will explore practical ways to break free from survival mode and discover true peace for the everyday. I'm your host, Kaysen, and I'm so glad you're here. Does anyone else like just really not care for winter? I know all seasons have a purpose. Ecclesiastes 3, there's time for everything, but winter, really? Like winter? Are we, are we serious? We have to winter. I actually read a book recently. It was called Wintering. It's not written by a Christian author, but it was very interesting. And it gave me a new perspective on the season of winter. And I'm trying my best to winter well. So I'll link that below if anybody wants to check it out. But during the winter months, abiding in Christ almost is like not just this spiritual pursuit, but it's a vital, it's a vital pursuit. Like, it's not just about spiritually growing and spiritually maturing. It's almost like I need to abide in Christ or I might not make it to spring and summer. I feel like it's just vital to cling to God's strength and comfort and guidance because in his presence, there's so much warmth and light and love and truth. So especially during the winter months, I feel like it is so incredibly necessary for us to abide in the Lord and to walk with Him. You know, as moms, we're always navigating chaos and the demands of family life and our schedules and our personal lives and everything under the sun, right? And so our souls crave what only God can provide and that comes from abiding in him. And so that's what I want to talk about today. And our verse is going to come from John 15 verses four and five. And this is what they say. Abide in me and I in you, just as a branch is unable to produce fruit by itself unless it remains on the vine, neither can you unless you remain in me. I'm the vine, you are the branches. The one who remains in me and I in him produces much fruit because you can do nothing without me. So abide literally means to stay or to remain. And to abide in the Lord means that we are always believing and trusting that Jesus is everything we need. Even in the wintertime when we're like, yes, Lord, I need you. And I also need some sunshine. I need some warmth. (laughs) I think it's easy to believe that God is with us and he has a plan for our lives and things are good and God is good and we can praise him and worship him. It's so easy to do that in the spring and the summer months of our lives. You know, those seasons of life where it feels easy and good and it's like, yay, go God, like team God. Maybe we are seeing growth. Maybe we feel good about where God has us. The season's comfortable or it's good. God's promises are a little bit easier to cling to then. Like, can we just be honest? Can we just be honest? That's the truth most of the time. But it's also true for every season of life that we find ourselves in, even winter. So how do we abide right now? 
regardless of when you're listening to this, like if on the calendar it is spring or summer or fall, but your heart feels like it's winter, you know, it's those seasons where it's like growth feels uh, invisible and you're not sure if you're going to make it and you're just like the frost has taken over everything, you know, metaphorically speaking. I hope that you know that I've definitely been there and you're not the only one who feels like my heart and my soul. I'm stuck in winter. Like the season has changed, but I'm still here. I'm still in this winter season of life. So on the calendar when it's winter and our hearts when it's winter and in real life, how do we abide in the Lord? In the first episode of the year, we talked about a realistic start to the new year And I confess that it is easier for me to talk about Psalm 4610 in a Bible study group and with some girls and like, yay, being still sounds so good and nice and peaceful. And like, that's what I want for my life is uh, be still and know. But it's really, really hard, really hard to live out every single day. It's really hard to live it out. But winter often slows the pace of life, which creates opportunities for stillness. Like, we might not want to be slowing down. We might not want to be in the winter season, but winter does offer us this slower pace of life. And right now, when this airs, it's going to be February, and we find ourselves post-holidays. We've just been like, bam, 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 all these holidays toward the end of the year. And you're almost forced to slow down and just be. Because, I mean, maybe there are events and parties and things like that, but The celebrations have kind of chilled out a little bit and we're just kind of coasting. (laughs) It feels like we're just coasting into the spring. And so if we choose to, we can use this time intentionally to embrace our season and to sit with God in his presence. I already know that's so much easier said than done. And I know you're asking, but how, how I'm a mom with small kids and it's constantly crazy. I get it. We homeschool. And I often feel like that I'm with my kids 24-7. And while I love them so, 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 so much, I also need time away from them to recharge. And I think that's completely normal. So how? How do we abide? How do we embrace stillness in his presence? How do we just sit with him? How? do? How? How? Where is the quiet? Where is the stillness? I'm going to give you some ideas. So see if any of these could possibly potentially work for you in your season. We're going to start with mornings because it just makes the most sense. If you're in a season where you're sleeping through the night, maybe you do wake up a little bit earlier to savor those few and far between quiet moments with scripture and prayer or just sitting with God before the day begins. I'm telling you, I started doing this. I'm not a morning person. I do not love mornings. Don't talk to me in the mornings. I'm just saying. (laughs) I'm not one of those people that my mom used to come into my room, flip on the lights, sing in. Rise and shine and give God the glory, glory. And I always cringe when I sing on this podcast, but my mom would come in screaming that at the top of her lungs. And I'm not like that. Okay. And I'm, I don't know that I ever will be. I'm not a morning person. I do not wake up with a smile on my face. I really don't want to have a conversation. Like, let me, let me wake up a minute. And that's kind of hard to do when you're being woken up by your kids, like when your kids are your alarm clock. That's a struggle. And that's why I said, okay, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm not waking up and feeling chaotic and it already being chaotic and everyone needing everything before I've even opened my eyes and put my feet on the ground. I need to get up and I need to just 
take some time to sit and to wake up and to be with the Lord and do what I want to do. And so that's why I started with a very simple five-minute morning. I woke up five minutes before I guessed my kids were going to wake up, and it just kind of evolved from there. Now I'm getting up an hour and a half before them, and it's glorious, and it's amazing, and I get so much done, and sometimes I just do whatever I want to do, and it's great. So if you're in a season where you're sleeping through the night, and if that makes sense, maybe you just start with a five-minute alarm, like five minutes before your kids wake up. If you don't know, guess. You can just guess. I would always guess. And sometimes you guess wrong and they're awake before the alarm or they wake up during your five minutes. It's not perfect, but you just got to roll with it if you want to prioritize sitting in stillness and abiding in the Lord in this way. Another option would be keeping a gratitude journal to reflect on all of God's blessings right now in the season that you're walking through. My personal favorite, mindful moments in the bathroom. It sounds so glamorous, right? And sometimes I'm not even alone there. But either way, I take those moments to pause, take a deep breath, acknowledge God's presence. He is with me. He loves me. And then just go about my day. Like it's really, really simple in a way and easy to embrace stillness. We just have to be mindful of it. So think about your day. Think about those little cracks. Maybe it's nap time. Maybe it's breakfast time after everyone's situated. Maybe it's while you're giving the baby a bottle and you're in the rocking chair. Like that counts to embrace. God is with you always. He is omnipresent. He goes before you. He's behind you. He's all around you, within you. It's, it's, I overcomplicate it. I put God in a box and I think that he is only within the pages of my Bible between the hours of 5 a.m. and 6 a.m. sometimes. And that's just not true. He's with me even now. He's with you as you listen to this episode. He's with you all the time. So embracing stillness and slowing down, just pausing while you're doing dishes, after you do dishes, while you're folding laundry and just sitting with him in his presence. That's one way that we can abide. Another way that we can abide in the Lord through winter is to nurture our spiritual growth. It's very, very practical. One of the ways that I think we can do that is by getting in community with other believers. You could find a mops group. You could attend an online Bible study or a virtual prayer group. You can get plugged into a group through your church or a local church. I've been leading a Bible study for almost a year and it's been One of the coolest things to connect with a group of women locally that my life otherwise had not yet intersected with. So it's been so cool to spend time with them and grow with them in the Lord and get to know them. We're doing a reading plan through the Bible. So if you want to join us virtually, you can do that. The info's at herpursuit.co. Going straight to the word yourself is one of the best ways that I've seen spiritual growth in my own life because I'm challenged to sit with God and his word and listen and wrestle with him with what he's saying. So that is a really simple, easy, and free way to nurture your own spiritual growth in this season. So think about ways you can grow spiritually as a means of abiding in Christ. This one is hard for me, especially in winter, finding beauty in creation Up until a few years ago, I would have told you when it's rainy and cold, the weather is bad. Like that's bad weather. I'd never heard of letting the weather just be the weather and adapting accordingly. 
Maybe it's where I'm from, but schools close. Like if there's a chance of sleet, we never get snow, but like the slightest chance of bad weather or snowy weather, the schools are closing down. So I was surprised to read about this idea, this concept that there's actually no bad weather. I mean, I guess unless we're talking about hurricanes and tornadoes and stuff like that, but raining, like put on a raincoat and boots, snowing, layer up and head out. I've just never taken this approach. I wasn't taught this approach. I don't really know anyone, most people around me don't don't accept this way of thinking or they don't think this way. But I think that we can apply this idea to finding beauty in creation, even in the wintertime. Again, we often equate beauty to what we can see with our eyes in spring and summer. There's blooms and beautiful bushes and trees and flowers and everything is, it's come to life. And it's pretty and it's nice and the sun is shining and it's warm in most places. And even fall, like the leaves are changing colors on the trees and it's beautiful, right? And so I think God's really been challenging with me with this thought of what if there's a different kind of beauty tucked into winter somewhere? What if it's not as apparent? What if there is some way to find beauty in this season right now. I don't know. I'm on that journey with you if you're like, okay, but how? I don't know. I don't know. We've got to get outside. We've got to figure it out together. But this is another way that we can abide in Christ throughout winter. So let's bundle up, let's head out, and let's go find beauty in creation. Another thing that winter invites us into, another way I think we can abide in winter, is to reflect and renew. It definitely, winter gives like uh, introvert vibes. (laughs) And I am always kind of taking this deep dive inward, which is kind of to a fault. But finding moments to pause and make space for personal reflection and prayer and nurturing your soul is so important during winter seasons. So how can you intentionally carve out time in your schedule deliberately for these moments of care and reflection and renewal. This is going to be different for each one of us because we're all in different seasons of life with kids in different phases, but we all have a few moments where we can pause and ask ourselves, what is God doing right now? What has he brought me through recently or in years past? And how can I lean on him and trust his promises right where I'm at today? And then Spend time doing things that fill your cup. I believe self-care is soul care and it's not indulging. It's not selfish. It's truly a vital investment in your own mental health, your emotional and spiritual well-being. Your cup doesn't have to be full in order to pour out and serve your family, but it sure does make it a lot easier when it is. So find that time, even a few moments, to fill and refuel your cup, your soul, so that you can pour out and love and serve those around you in this season right now. And the last thing, or just kind of this, I guess, spiritual truth is trusting in his faithfulness. The same way winter gives way to spring, seasons in life change too. So hold on to the promises of God's faithfulness and trust that even in the coldest and the darkest of times, his light will shine through and this season will change. He's going to bring you through it. You can count on his character. You can count on that. So as you navigate 
Winter, as you learn to abide in him or continue abiding in him, may your heart find warmth and peace in Christ. Embrace opportunities to draw closer to him. Remember, you are not alone in this journey. There are thousands of moms just like you tuning in each week, and we all have different stories. We all have different paths, but most of us have similar pursuits. We want to walk in freedom. We want to live with purpose. We want to stand in truth. And be confident knowing that we are seen, known, and loved. And my prayer is that as you abide in Christ, you are reminded of this truth. His love surrounds you and sustains you today and throughout every single season in your life. So stay warm, stay strong, and stay rooted in His love. And I will see you back here next week, friend.